Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, this is Chatting with Nat. De Natalijan is Natalie Jean. And today we have the honor of having singer-songwriter, a.k.a. V. Singer-songwriter from Nuranda, I hope I said that right, Quebec, now residing in Los Angeles, California, a.k.a. V, moved to Toronto or Ontario, joined the Canadian rock band Osgood and went on a cross-country tour with them as their singer. Her journey inspired her 2016 debut single, Always Go Home, and she has since released seven other singles, including a cover of Audio Say's Like a Stone. She has blasted her way onto the indie music scene and is shaking up the airways all over the world. Let's give her a round of applause. Hi, AKA V. How are you doing? <laughs> Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm still surviving. After, now they're saying there's not a pandemic, so I'm sur- surviving the world as we see. Yeah, it. I mean, I was out last night uh, for a friend's album release party, and it felt like we were in 2019. It was amazing. I know it's like weird now when you go out and you're having a good time. You're just like, am I supposed to be really doing this? I, 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 yeah. I understand all of the restrictions or not restrictions. Some places I see a bunch of people wearing masks. Other places they're not wearing masks. People are doing what they're doing. Although I have to admit, the freedom of not wearing a mask is such a beautiful thing. You would never think yeah. that you'd be in a position to say, I hate wearing masks and I can breathe now. Um, but it's, yeah, it's oh, amazing. Good. So how have you been uh, during this, let's see, in the United States, obviously, is a, a pandemic, George Floyd politics, Ukraine, uh, World War Three, all these kind of wonderful things that are going on in the world. How are you? Um, honestly, so when this whole thing, it, uh, by the way, it was pretty uh, entertaining to hear you try to say the name of my hometown. Um, so it's French, and it's right. um, the way you pronounce it is Hawaii Nahanda, and it's really hard to say for most people. It's like some words, I'm like, well, I could I always think R-O-I-N. And then I was like, you know what? I know I'm going to screw this up. But thank you for telling me how to say it. <laughs> that's amazing that you speak French. Oh, my God. You don't come across a lot of people who speak French. So that's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so when this whole thing broke down, um, my partner and I, we just we were in L.A. Uh, we've been back and forth for years now. And we just decided to get our visa now because of COVID. But we just went back home for six months when this whole thing just because we thought it was going to last only a few months, right? Um, right. And then it kept extending, 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 and, and eventually we were like, you know what, we're not, like, going to stay here forever. Uh, back home is, like, in the middle of nowhere. Um, so, and then we just, uh, we bought a car and we drove to L.A. <laughs> oh, wow. And that's yeah, that. it was. L.A. bound. 
Yeah, yeah, I love it here. I'm from where it's really, really cold. Right, um, yeah. And so just sunshine just makes me thrive. And I just love, I just love being around the arts and just people. I come from like, I love nature, don't get me wrong, but I come from where there's not much, like the biggest city uh, where, you know, music is going on and everything is seven hours away. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, L.A. for me is just, like, the hub of everything, and it's just, I just love it. Um, So, yeah, uh, honestly, I feel like, you know, when you kind of, like, focus on your own stuff and you don't get too caught up in the news, right? you know, life goes on. You want to be aware of what's going on, um, but you also don't want to get caught up and just go down that, you know, negative mindset, downward spiral. Because it is easy to look at the news and see the war and everything and just feel really down. Um, yeah. But that's not helping anyone. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Um, <laughs> you know, some, like I tell a lot of people, sometimes I wake up in the morning, I have to pinch myself to see if I haven't gone back in time, like in the 1930s, 1940s, um, based on, you know, a pandemic. You just don't think of something happening in the 2000s, yeah. 2020. Yeah, 20s. definitely. It's just been it's just been really crazy. Now, um, obviously, during the pandemic, people had a lot of time to have a lot of self introspection um, because it's just allowed for that. I mean, you look at the world and yeah. say, "Let me reevaluate my life," you know. And I often tell people there are a lot of people that quit their jobs. They're just like, "Oh my god, yeah. um, I need to do something that's more about passion." Then about money, obviously we have to make money, money to make make a living and stuff like that. You know, climate change. My God, yeah. the animals and the trees were just like. I hope these people don't come yeah. back because the pollution level that went down. You know, artists decided to um, create music. I know a lot of people that did EPs, uh, albums, singles. Some people decided they didn't want to do music anymore. Some people decided they wanted yeah, to be an effect. Yeah, I saw a lot of that. So during the pandemic, did you did you have some self introspection? Did you change? Did you decide to change anything about you as a person in regards to music? What did you think about? Um, I guess not. Maybe not at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, I definitely spent a lot of time with family, which was great. Um, but to more towards like when I came back to LA, I guess I I did really. I was kind of spreading myself thin with a lot of projects. And uh, I did really start focus on just music. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's one thing that came out of the whole pandemic. But it wasn't, like, for me, it wasn't, like, at the start, oh, let's do this. Because my life didn't change that much because of the pandemic. Uh, I was, honestly, I was lucky in a way. I didn't have, like, a tour planned or anything. I was seeing people having to cancel, like, tours that they have been dreamed to get on. And, you know, like, just things that they dreamt of doing for so long and having to cancel that must have really sucked um in a way i was i was lucky that i didn't have that going (laughs) um so yeah i didn't really my life didn't change that much because of the pandemic other than i just went back home uh and i had to figure out ways to do things like where do you find like we recorded music with our producer that's you know for like canada's a big country and he's our producer's in edmonton and we're uh-huh. all the way in Quebec, uh, so we had to find ways to do things, find a place to record vocals in my small town. That was tricky and very interesting, um, but you know we still made it work. Um, so that was that was that was interesting. But yeah, um, 
So it wasn't like the pandemic wasn't that much of a big thing for me, I guess. Okay. Um, So how did you get involved in music, which is something that you saw, you heard? um, What made you say, well, AKAB and music have to come together? Um, So I come from kind of a weird background, like being from a small town. uh, I didn't speak English until I was 20. Um, And so you're you feel kind of secluded, like things like what I'm doing now, living in LA, that's crazy. Like you, you think that only happens in movies. Right. Um, it's, yeah. It's, it's just, it's crazy how you're, I don't know, like just how you see the world so differently uh, and how you grow, how you grow up also very differently. Uh, still to this day, there's a bunch of references that I don't get cause I never got English TV. Not everything gets translated in French. So, um, but yeah, so I'm uh, eventually, like I, I studied sciences when I was younger. I wanted to be a veterinarian. Uh, and then around 19, I was like, this is not it. This is not what I want to do. Um, right. And and then I just moved uh, to an English place, which is Ontario. So I like had to learn on the spot. I don't know why. I just, I didn't know I was, I wanted to do music. Uh, I just, I had this Thing that was pushing me to do things, but I didn't know why. Uh, so I moved and learned English, uh, got a little lost along the way because, you know, not speaking a language, your self-esteem goes down. Like, you can't express right. yourself. You can't be yourself. Um, and so it took me a while to find my way back and to actually have the courage to actually, I didn't sing. I didn't play music. I didn't, it just kind of came out of nowhere, if that makes sense. Um, so to have the courage to just try I was so scared to not be good at it um so a few years in well, a couple years into it um I moved to Toronto started singing lessons went to school for audio pro, uh, production and engineering because that was my like I want to fast track everything that I've missed over the years because um people who are in music have been doing music almost their entire life so I was like right. I need to catch up with what I've missed <laughs> so I went to school for a year and then um and then, yeah, I joined the band Osgood and went on tour. And the rest is pretty much history. I started my solo career after that tour. Um, and, yeah, I've been going ever since. That is awesome. Have you ever <laughs> doing music in French? Oh, man, that's a tricky question. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, so there's French and there's Quebec. Quebec has its own, like, little star system. Um, And it's almost like it's really hard to break out of that. Um, And I don't know why I never gravitated towards that part of the industry. Um, And obviously I have, like, sang in French, but I learned to sing in English. (laughs) Uh, Part of learning to sing was almost correcting a lot of the ways that I was singing things and I want to keep my accent but sometimes it's like it makes like you know you want to be understood and uh, you know sometimes I feel like it makes things sound like very nasally and when you're singing so you you know you want to um, learn how to sing proper English so I I, I do sing in French a little bit here and there I do write sometimes but yeah it's, it's such a niche market and it's really right. hard unless I, I find that it's really hard unless you live there um mm. to to like really yeah you have to kind of stay there 
I find. Um, and even now, you know, um, yeah, like who, like when we do promotion, like I have a team that does things for me. And then whenever I want to do stuff in French, I'm, I'm on my own. I have to reach out to people. I have to do things because like nobody speaks French. <laughs> so it is definitely different. But, you know, I have shot like my last music video was shot in my hometown. So oh, cool. um, I actually the last chance video that I sent you was also half of it was shot in my hometown. Um, so I do work with French people, but it, it is tricky because my partner who does most of everything that we, that, that I do with me uh, doesn't speak French. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. That's the reason yeah. Why I ask is because one of my favorite artists is uh, Celine Dion and I, I actually released a French album many years ago and I would say, yeah, it was a little bit tough. Um, trying to push the album I had to find like the different French sites um and what's interesting yeah. is when I perform when I sing people love it when I sing it in French even though it's to an American yeah. art artist um they just like the versatility of 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 just hearing something new and something different now yeah. how important is it for you to be authentic um in your life and your music um honestly like I think that's the most important thing because like if you're like you're going to attract people because mm. you're being authentic right so if you're just you know if you're just trying to please people uh, I feel like you're not going to get anywhere and you're just going to be unhappy um people especially nowadays gravitate towards people who are truly authentic mm-hmm. and and so I just find that yeah like if you're being yourself and if you're just creating what feels right for you then people will gravitate towards that and that is so true because i've taken one thing about the pandemic allowed me to take a lot a lot of webinars and music conferences on uh different topics but especially social media i'm actually taking this tiktok course it's like tiktok <laughs> um and one of the things they keep saying and i keep telling everybody is that the authentic videos are the ones that are going viral because when people look at yeah. those things they're like, oh, I can do that too. It's just random people doing everyday things or they're being funny. Um, they said, and this is crazy, that people started watching TikTok more than they were watching Netflix. And, and TikTok is one of the highest streaming platforms out there. Um, so it's yeah, very crazy. And I and I always and I truly believe that people started to want more authenticity to, because of the whole the politics thing because you know there was a lot of fake news when you you believe one thing then the next platform is oh that's not true and so people yeah you know they want the truth they want yeah they crave hope um they want to be able to listen to artists that you know are just true to to their nature true to what they're yeah, singing and they want to relate and they, they want to be able to relate that's right they want to be able to relate to the artists i mean you have the mainstream artists and they're great and all that stuff, but a lot of them have a hundred writers to one song, well, actually 12 writers to one yeah. song and stuff like that. Whereas with independent artists, I mean, it's true grit. You're writing from your soul, your depth and stuff like that. Yeah. Not that they can do it, but it's, it's a totally, a, a totally different vibe, totally different vibe. Um, which a hundred percent different. Yeah. Which artists would you say have in, inspired you? Um, uh, so I I get like I have like artists that I absolutely love the music, but I also have artists that I I get inspired from just their journey and someone that that I have been following since 
even before I was doing music, um, as I don't know uh, how old you are, but, you know, as someone who's um, in the early, I guess, 2000s, you know, watching Gossip Girl and stuff, Taylor Momsen, who's Jenny Humphrey and the Gossip Girl, like, I started getting into her music, and I've watched her grow and make her way through the rock scene, and that's been truly amazing uh, because that wasn't easy to do. Um, it's not easy to be accepted in the rock scene as a woman. Um, so yeah, she's been a huge inspiration. I absolutely love her music. Um, another one that I've been following for such a long time is, uh, formerly known as Juliet Sims. Now she's Lilith, uh, Cesar, but yeah, I have, I absolutely love her. I love her voice. Um, and she also designs a lot of clothes like I do. So, um, I love what she does. And obviously, you know, the like I absolutely love Chris Cornell. Um, but any any anybody from the grunge era, I love. But Chris Cornell, I guess, was one that I just really gravitate towards to when I started getting serious in my music. Um, okay. And for some reason, I just love performing all of his songs, especially obviously. Yeah, Chris Cornell was a phenomenal um, singer. Um, just, yeah. I mean. Just a bright soul. It's a shame he's not here anymore. But um, I totally yeah. get. It. Yeah, I mean his voice was oh, just just so outstanding. Um, yeah, the music I, industry was different then. Yeah, totally it's very different. So, I, I am a hundred years old. I know I know the people that you're talking about. <laughs> I know I, I was I was still alive when gossip. I'm way older than you, but I I know about Gossip Girl and I know the actress and. And all these people yeah. that you're talking about, yeah. Um, well, that's really cool. So, do you just do rock music? Um, so that's a tricky question. Like, <laughs> people sometimes we don't fully know what genre, so we just kind of say rock. But um, at first, it was like pop rock, alternative. Um, so through the years, finding my sound and everything, I did try, you know, different sound until I found my what I really like. It's still right. more on the rock side, but it's not like it's not like hard rock, if that makes sense. So, because my voice is very, um, it's not like I don't have the grit. I don't have, uh, I don't, you know, like yell. I don't. It's really kind of angelic, if you want to say that. So, um, I don't have the rock voice, but I do absolutely love rock music. So right. I just kind of make it work. <laughs> yeah. No. The reason that I ask is, you know, a lot of people don't ask. Like, like the question, what is my genre? Because a lot of uh, people have become very much multi-genre. Although when you you meet execs or anybody else, oh, no, what's your genre? You have to have a specific genre, which is BS yeah. to me. I think, and I always use this analogy. It's like you don't tell the person that paints or draws, okay, what type of artist are you? You just admire their art. I think there's a stigma yeah. on artists that, you know, they want to place on us, well, you have to be a specific thing. I mean, I'm a multi-genre. I do almost all the genres. Um, right now, I'm focused on Americana and country because I like the storytelling of it. But I've done most yeah. of everything. And why? We have to think of ourselves as a business as well. You can stick to a certain genre, but when you're trying to do sync and licensing and stuff like that, sometimes those, those places are specific. You know, they want a specific yeah. sound. You know, it's not always going to be rock. It's not going. It's not going to be inspirational. It's going to be something different. Now, do you yeah. do you focus on sync and licensing, or is that something that you want to get into? 
Um, so my partner uh, is um, has a, a movie production company. So okay. my songs are in a in his last movie, and obviously okay. we do, but we don't write. I mean, that's not true. We do write for that. <laughs> um, but I like. Let's say I have a single gone. Uh, we don't promote it as like as as much if you want to say that. Um, but we do write for that. Like right now we have a song on a kind of on the back burner because it it is written for a movie. So it really depends on uh, what's going on. But I don't write for like other movies, if that makes sense. No, I completely get it. Now, um, I'm going to play your song Addicted. Tell me what that's about. So it's pretty, like, I mean, it speaks for itself, but one thing that I like to uh, reiterate is that it's not just, addiction is not just um, about, you know, we think about drugs, alcohol, it's not just about that, we're all addicted to something, and sometimes it it just takes us to take a step back from our life and just kind of look at how things control our behavior, like, just Think about your phone, you know, social media, right. uh, food, it just, it's sugar. It's sugar is such a drug, you know, like, so it's just a, a look at things that have uh, control over us. You know, you right. know, you shouldn't do it, but you're still doing it is, yeah, is what it's about. <laughs> All right, let's play it. Keep giving in Fear of losing you Scrawled on my skin I've often wondered How I got here You treated me kind And was always sincere I don't say your motive It's now very clear Picture perfect moments for all scripted scenes. Now I see those lies. How can I break this dependence on you? Stop the addiction to all things we do. We all know it's wrong, but I'm chilled to the bone. I know right now I could sure use a sign. This dependence of you, I just need to break free. Stop the feeling I'm no good without you. I know I'm not perfect, but I'm not with you. This river of hope will carry me Tell me I'm wrong, knowing that I'm right Played all my weakness, now I see the light I'm so confused about who I am What gives me hope, sense to believe That I can do anything, just don't leave Now I see 
uh, space, brought a player in, and then we came up with something that I liked, and then we recorded that, and I a super low-quality phone recording. I demoed my vocals over that, uh, and I sent it to my producer, and then from there, he is an amazing guitar player. He plays right. pretty much everything, so... Um, yeah, he programmed the drums uh, as much as we would like to play live. You know, it's not always possible. So um, he programmed the drums, played the bass, laid the guitar. It sounds freaking amazing. I'm so excited. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much the process. And then I have to find somewhere to record, depending on where I'm at. Um, right. The song Addicted, the vocals were recorded in my hometown uh, with someone who grew up in you know, the times what computer wasn't even a thing, so it was very interesting. Um, so, yeah, wherever I am, I find uh, somewhere to record vocals if I'm not close to my producer. Um, and and then we, you know, go from there, send it to mixing, mastering. Awesome sauce. Awesome. Now, which yeah. one of the songs do you like to perform the most and why? Um, I would say last chance. Just because, I don't know, I'm a sucker for, um, you know, loud and aggressive music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and that one really came from my heart. It was like one of those moments that you're just so sick and tired and you're like, I'm done. Like, it's basically a letter to my anxiety. And I was right. like, I'm done with you. Like, that's enough. And then so I really just like the groove of that song because, yeah, I just get to let it all out. Now, do you prefer an intimate setting or a large venue setting when you're performing? Um, it, I mean, I like intimate setting because you can most of the time get closer to people, but then at the same right. time, intimate settings usually mean acoustic, and I do absolutely love the energy of playing with a full band. Uh, right. So... It depends on, yeah, it depends on what intimate setting is, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I definitely, like, if you give me the option to choose between uh, a full band or an acoustic set, I love playing with full band, the energy, and just it's so fun. What do you love most about being an artist? Oh, uh, creating. That's, like, just, I just love creating, and... Um, that's something that I, I love about social media because you get to like use a certain song and create multiple things. Um, but then at the same time, like promoting the same stuff over and over and over. I just want to, I just want to create new things. You know what I mean? Uh, but I find, I find that creative process in different things like social media or like creating my clothes, but I, I love creating looks, creating new songs, new music videos. So um, definitely, you know, as an indie artist, it's hard to always be creating so much. I um, know. So you got to find a balance Amen. between the promotion of it. Oh, my creating. God. Amen. I, I always tell people, oh my gosh, there's so much to do when you release a song or release anything. Yeah. You come up with so yeah. many ideas. And this one lady promoter, she said, you know, they told us you need to say something different on each platform. I'm like, no, I can't. Listen, it's already hard for me to come up with one thing to say, and now you want me to come up with five different things. I mean, it's yeah, just crazy. It's a lot. How, do you, how do you manage all your social media platforms? Um, well, you know, nowadays, like, so, like, the two that I focus on is TikTok and Instagram. Um, okay. And, you know, 
TikTok, you have to post more often. You post more personal, I find. And then whatever TikTok is a little bit more polished and, you know, you put more effort into it or whatever is not so, it's not so much as, like, you talking whatever. Then you post that on the reels. And then, you know, one pretty picture here and there on Instagram. And you try to keep people updated with your story so that, you know, kind of like, I, I see it as like a, a mini re, reality show. Um, so that's, yeah, but it's it's hard. It's hard. You know, it's a lot of work. I mean, I recently discovered Facebook Reels. Now, when I say <laughs> basically discovered, um, obviously I do Instagram Reels, and I was thinking, oh, yeah. those must go over to Facebook Reels. But it's it's totally separate. Because I have different views on Instagram Reels than I do on Facebook Reels. And I'm like, this yes. is just baffling me. And then, so I've been posting all these videos and things. It's things that people have seen before. And there's and it's like people have never seen them before. And I have all these views on it. And I'm just like, okay. Now here's another place I have to upload my TikTok, yeah. whatever video. It's, it's just, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, Back in the You can. You can just recycle everything really yeah you can't post everything that you post on tiktok on instagram but you can definitely post everything you post on instagram on facebook reels the only thing yeah. is facebook reels is not for pages so like I, I my artist page i can't post a reel yeah so no so i whenever i do something i have to put it on my normal page and post it yeah yeah, yeah it's, i mean the dynamic is just so crazy my one pet peeve with like tiktok facebook and instagram and all these different things is when you post your own music they're just like oh you just co- copyrighted somebody's music and it's no oh, no it's mine um that is just oh not on youtube especially they, they need to start doing some research anyway i just it's annoying um so i'm gonna say <laughs> your, your cover of like a stone from audio slave so why did you decide to do this cover so we've been performing this song for a long time. I love this song. And then we started, uh, we went on an acoustic tour at the beginning of my career. Um, and, um, yeah, we performed that song. And, it was like, the response was just so amazing. So we kept performing it. And, uh, yeah, just, like, l- literally every time I started singing this song, everybody stopped talking and just, like, there. And so we were, like, you know what, that's, <laughs> that's definitely something we want to produce um so yeah we just went ahead and decided to produce it all right let's play <laughs> Oh, 
it's perfect is boring. Like nobody wants to see somebody per- like being perfect, and so that I so embracing that. Like I wish I could, you know, just implant that in the head of my old self. Uh, and um, you know what? I, w- I knew what I was getting into when I got into the music industry. Um, I, I chose, you know, I chose it. I guess I was old enough to know what I was getting into. So yeah, there's not, not nothing that really I was like, oh, I wish I knew that. You know, I went to school uh, before I really started touring and stuff. So I I saw the the business contract. I heard the teachers telling us, you know, like this is hard. Uh, you're gonna get, you know, you, people are gonna try to screw you over and all that. You know, it, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, uh, I wish maybe we. I wish I was guess older so that I could have gotten into the music industry before uh, you know music became free maybe I don't know but you know the grass the grass is always greener on the other side so <laughs> I love that I love that you're like when it wasn't free but you know what's interesting about all of that is that back in the day you know you had a little 45 record you go to the DJ they, they, the likelihood of them playing it was higher than it is now but now we have yeah. so many platforms where um to upload our music, people can stream it yeah. for monthly fee. There's some places that play it for free, um, and we have to push a lot harder because we're competing with um, the mainstream artists. It's just a different ball game. I think music is a 24 seven, 24 hour seven day job. It just is. Yeah. Uh, people have to understand. Yeah. One of the biggest things is that this is a lot of work, and that it's, it's hard. It's hard work. Um, yeah, and in a way, in a way, it makes the you know it makes it for anybody that you know has a bit of skills and talent mm-hmm. but that has work at ethic to be able to yeah. make it because it almost comes down more to you know how hard you're willing to work how much you want this than how talented you are because there's plenty of talented people that are just not going to make it because they're not willing to put the time into it they're not willing to be or they just don't they they want to but they they don't have the mindset that it takes to be successful that is so very true um and one last yeah. thing if you if you're feeling down or or not even feeling down sometimes people use quotes for for whatever reason what kind of quote message or whatever do you use to motivate yourself on a daily basis if you need to um I like to, I guess, compare myself to myself, but, like, years before. So, like, look at how far I've come. And, you know, because most of the time when we feel down, we look at other people that are a little bit further ahead, and we get discouraged because we're not there yet. And the thing is, like, if you just look at how far you've come, there's plenty of people that probably look up to you and are like, oh, my God, I wish I could be where she's at. And you're here now. You know what I mean? So to just be grateful for how far you've come, um, I guess, is what keeps me going because right. I know that I'm going to look back and and be grateful that I kept going. So, Amen to that. And what's coming up for you? Uh, so I'm, I'm playing at Molly Malone's in Los Angeles uh, this Saturday. We are working on a new song, and no, we don't have release dates yet. Uh, but that's coming up, and and then we're booking a tour for the summer. Um, 
So we have a few days. We haven't uploaded anything or announced anything yet, but it, that's coming up as well. Awesome sauce. Well, aka V, thank you so much for being on chatting with Nat. It thank was my you pleasure. For having me. It was my pleasure to get to know you more. I mean, I mean, obviously you have an awesome voice. You have a great personality. You know, I wish you, you much, much, much success. Eventually, let's get on an IG live and chat in person. Yeah, person that would be amazing. Screen. Uh, but yeah, I have a, a great rest of the day. But thank you so much for being on my show. You too. Thank you so much for having me. All right, everyone. That was singer-songwriter, a.k.a. V. You can find her. She has a website, which is, let me see, it says VanessaKV.Wixsite.com, a.k.a. V. Official. She's on Instagram, a.k.a. V.Music. Facebook is a.k.a. V. Official. She's also on TikTok. Find her there. She's also on SoundCloud, a.k.a. V. She's got a YouTube. She's got Patreon. Find her. And if you don't remember any of those things, just Google her. She's awesome. She's amazing. Until next time on Chatting with Matt. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.